Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in another edition of the Portis Nation. We've been gone for a little while, but we're back. I'm Alex Parra, and it's always a joy and a pleasure to be part of this podcast. Before we go too much further, let me welcome in, I'll call her my co-host, but you'll find out eventually, ladies and gentlemen, that she wants this to be her show, but I won't talk about that now. Let's welcome in the lovely and talented Ashley Rodriguez. Ashley, first of all, good day. How are you? Hello, Alex. Hello, everyone. Oh, man, it feels so good to be back. And yes, Alex, it is my show. I know. know. Make it happen. Help me along the way. You know, make me laugh. You know, I'm totally kidding. It really is amazing to be back on air with you, Alex. Um, So much has happened in our world. My gosh, I feel like I kind of have to dust off a little bit of, you know, what would happen last time, what we talked about last time, but man, our world, 2020 has been completely crazy. Our world has been completely flipped upside down with COVID-19. Even the sports world, Alex, so much has happened. It's It's been a crazy year, Ashley, and, and um, I'm honored to be back on the air with you, and, and we want to thank all the people that make this podcast uh, a reality. And yes, we have a history. We've worked together in, in different formats. And, and we wanted to relaunch this actually before the end of this 2020 because so much is going on. Like you mentioned, not only is, is the COVID pandemic a worldwide um, a reality, unfortunately for many in the United States, over 200,000 people have died. Uh, that gives you context to the world of sports and how it's changed. Leagues have changed. We just had the NBA Finals in, in a cocoon, in a bubble in Florida. Major League Baseball is off, if you will on their normal schedule, MLS, NFL, uh, every league at, at different levels has been affected by this. And so has Ashley. And maybe this is a good place to start. Sports in general are no longer what they used to be. And, and let, me, let me preface that by saying that to me, when I grew up, sports, and I still believe that to today, are, are, are is sports is an entertainment industry. Sports are here to help us in many ways learn about winning and losing, competing, uh, having heroes, hard work pays off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also big business. It's also a way for, for an industry to thrive and grow. And in the past, Ashley, there was a separation, for the most part, between what athletes did on the field and what they did or talked about or believed off the field. And those days have changed. For better or worse, we can judge that as we, as we go into this. But, but clearly, sports this year, because of COVID, and I'll call it social activism, are, are definitely different, right? Right, Ashley? Absolutely, Alex. Oh, my goodness. It, where, where to begin? Because, first of all, I, I miss sports, you know, throughout this whole entire time. And sports miss um, you. Sports miss you. I talk to sports yeah. and they miss you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, yeah, you know, again, so much has happened. Where to begin? COVID-19 completely flipped not only our country upside down but the world upside down uh we were without sports for a couple of months um almost a a full year now um it wasn't until august of of 2020 that we started to see sports emerge again um i completely agree with you alex sports has and always you know hope that um it will be an escape for us you know it's it's entertainment um you know people 
I will say this, people of different backgrounds, of different ethnicities, um, you know, from all over the world, you know, join in to cheer on one team, you know, and, and it's competitive, but it's fun competitive, you know, that's really where we rally together and just sit back, drink a couple of cold ones, laugh, you know, tailgate, eat some good food and, and cheer on your team, you know, that's something that I, right. I feel is, is always something that we will have in common. Um, and today, you know, like you said, Social activism yeah. so much has been brought into the game that you know there's no denying that stuff has changed. Well, it's interesting. Yes, I, I and, and and let me give you my take on this. Um, there is a an old school way of of approaching sport, and let me tell you what that is. Exactly what you said. Regardless of our political, social, cultural uh, differences or similarities. We all could get together, tailgate. That's a great. It's a great analogy, and enjoy that event. These days, uh, uh, Miss Ashley, I believe because of the political environment, because of us agreeing or disagreeing with a given athlete, that's no longer possible. As we get ready for this presidential election, I hear and I see people who literally cannot be in the same room together if they don't agree with with each other politically, and and that's a shame because I fundamentally believe that we have so much more in common than, than, than we're different politically, socially, culturally, etc. And, and that hurts me, especially in this country, um, Ashley, where, where we have brought, been brought here together, many of us immigrants, many of us with, 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 with hope that we can have a better life. And, and now if we go to our corners and if we don't talk to each other, I think, I think that's a big problem. Absolutely. You know, I, I completely agree with you. Um, with everything that has happened in our country, especially since a lot of things have been, you know, brought to light in, in 2020, you know, with the um, Black Lives Matter movement or, you know, even even last year and, and years past, you know, the Me Too movement, you know, there's just so much happening, Alex. And, you know, I, I really don't want us to lose, and this is just me, I don't want us to lose focus of how we all come together during a sporting event and, you know, we just have fun, and it's entertaining. Now, there are players who have made it, you know, part of their job almost. We see it um, in, in the MLB and the NFL and the NBA um, more so now. You know, we just recently had, um, you know, the NBA Finals. And I just want to bring in a couple of, of statistics, you know, congratulations first and foremost to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James really did. Um, did bring that win home for, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, just a couple of things, Alex, you know, just how much politics has affected sports. Well, here's a couple of uh, statistics that I pulled. In game six um, this year where the Los Angeles Lakers won, um, they had the least – or sorry, the fewest amount of uh, television ratings compared to years past. This year alone, 5.6 million viewers turn, uh, tuned in compared to last year uh, in Game 6 in the NBA Finals with Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. It was an astonishing um, 18.3 million viewers. Wow. And even taking it a couple of you know years past, back in you know with Michael Jordan and with the 1998 Chicago Bulls, Alex, 36.9 million wow. viewers turned in. Sure. So it is no, there's no denying that, 
you know, when you bring politics into sports, it really affects things. It really makes a shift in, in the sports world and our world. And, you know, when the yeah. times when we've come together to cheer on a team now because of politics, even within fans within the same team, there's division there. There is. There is. So, so one, one conclusion we can start drawing from, from social activism is, is that a league sanctioning this and, – and again, let's not get into the merits of, 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 of Black Lives Matter. Let's not get into the merits of, of any of this. Uh, we can and we will throughout our podcast. But, but the reality is taking a position also requires knowledge, number one, and second, there's a consequence to that. And one of the consequences I think we can draw, at least short term, Ashley, is that if you take a political position and your league is defined as a political organization about certain things, and, and I'll get into the NBA in a second, that there's a consequence that people are going to tune out. Do you think these leagues, and I'm using that word, these leagues, NBA, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, do you think they are ready for this? Because there is a direct consequence. If I today on this podcast go off on one political tangent, you're going to have people that attack me or that love me, but probably not any that can accept my position respected and balance it out. My point is the NFL has made its choice. The NBA has made their choice about what they're going to advocate, but there's a consequence to that. And eventually, what happens if it hurts their business? Do you think they'll pull away and say, oh, you know, my bad, never mind? Or do you think they're going to stick to their guns? I think, Alex, and this is just me, there needs to be some sort of compromise. Because after all, you know, they're, they're, you know we go into the discussion, you know, do players – have rights, you know, and, and by that I mean freedom of speech. They do. They and, do. They do. You know, I have no doubt about that. Exactly. They do. We all do. Um, but when you bring it into the workplace, that's where things start to shift, right? Uh, we as journalists, as reporters, you know, we, we should <laughs> and we have a duty to be completely unbiased and just deliver the facts as is. Uh, that's now, that's changed players, too. That's changed too. <laughs> but, but go exactly, ahead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely has. Now, with players, you know, they're, they're not staying so quiet. It's like, hey, this is who I am. I play for this team, but this is who I am. And in a way, it, it, it's very empowering. But like you said, there's consequences. I believe that there should be some sort of compromise. I am huge on communication, as are you. And I believe that the message is important. Any type of message that you feel that you need to deliver to your audience, to your fans, is important if you truly believe that it's important however the way you deliver that message is right. just as important because the way that it is received it's going to determine you know the consequences of you know your your fan base the viewers that tune in uh you know business at the end of the day business at the end of the day and, and you said it and, and as much as one and i'll give you my mba take is interested in social justice is interested in improving racial relations, is interested in, 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 uh, in uh, upholding minority rights. The NBA contradicts itself, Ashley, in my opinion. I get the support for Black Lives Matter from the point of view of the NBA, but how can they completely disregard the, the, the democratic movement in China, in Hong Kong, pretend it doesn't exist? Just this week, it was announced that Daryl Morey is stepping away from the Houston Rockets. When he advocated in some way, democracy for 
Hong Kong for certain parts of China, he was, he was, he was, he was basically blackballed. It was the beginning of the end, in my opinion. The NBA and the owner of the Rockets, uh, Tillman Fertitta, they didn't want to lose financially. They didn't want to be affected on the business side. So that tells me clearly there's, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. The NBA, the Rockets care about the finances first. And I get it. It's a business. So they called out Daryl Morey. He never again spoke about it or will. Maybe one day we'll get the true story. But how is it now okay to advocate other positions? I guess it's because the pressure of business as well. If they didn't do it, then they would lose their fan base. So it's business first, business second, and by the way, business last. Right. And, and Alex, I, I had mentioned a compromise. Here's, here's my compromise for this. We have freedom of speech. Here, here in the United States, we are blessed and, and privileged to have um, that be our First Amendment right, you know, freedom of speech. So my compromise for this, and even myself as, as a reporter, you know, as a public figure, whenever you, we have our own personal social media platforms, we have our website, when it comes down to business, let's focus on business. You know, when it comes to, 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 to playing a game, let's focus on that. I feel that players, if they truly feel strongly about, you know, a certain movement, a, a, a certain issue, let's make it possible for these players to either, you know, form some sort of organization outside of the game, uh, outside of the court, outside of the league. Um, and we as as the media, you know, get with their publicists, get get with their people, and it's like, hey, we're holding a, a press conference about this, or, you know, there, there's so many players, for example, here in the Houston Astros, um, there's a couple of players who are very involved with uh, uh, Children's Cancer's organization, you sure. know, and we, you know, there are times where the Astros take a couple of minutes to, you know, just let that be known um, within the game, you know, at the beginning of the game. But more so, these players have their own platforms that they're able to use to their advantage and to, you know, practice their freedom of speech on there. And I think that that is a good compromise because we're not silencing them. We're not taking away their rights. But, you know, if we don't pay to go and, and, and view their political propaganda, and that is a reality. And then the other thing is, Alex, is that facts are facts. Here are the statistics right here. 5.6 million compared to the 18.3 million last year that tuned in, you know, it's affecting business. So that in turn affects their paycheck. And if that's also something that they don't care about, well, then, you know, maybe they might just play for free within sure. a couple of years, which sure. I doubt it. I doubt that LeBron James is going to want to play for free. Uh, look, look, my, my, uh, to me, LeBron James is not Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick took a stand. Uh, he has suffered for it, but he continues to advocate a position. I may be wrong about LeBron. Maybe he really will eventually uh, uh, be a, a leader when it comes to that. But he isn't, in my eyes, in this moment. He's a great, if not one of the greatest basketball players of all time. There's absolutely no doubt about that. His championships, his career speaks for itself. But I, I, I do not, from my perspective, look at LeBron and think, oh, that's where I'm going to go to get my my dosage of, of, of social uh, consciousness. That's where I'm going to go to get my, my dosage of guidance as to what I should think or believe. I frankly don't. I can't. I get it. He's a great athlete, like there are many others in different sports. But I, from my perspective, look at him and thinking he is business first right now and good for him. 
So I give it that context. I'm not dismissing it. I'm not dismissing even, in, like we mentioned from the top uh, on this podcast, we're not getting into the merits of any social movement yet. We will eventually. But today, no. The point is, do athletes, do leagues, now that they've changed. And, and by the way, the genie can't be put back in the bottle. I think this will change forever. As much, Ashley, as you say there should be a compromise, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Because you can't stop it. What is next? And I, it, look, and I'm not, again, I'm not even getting into the merits of, 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 the, of, of the, the, the positions they're advocating. This only continues. This doesn't improve. And, and if we're not careful in our, in our society, Ashley, and by the way, and there are things that are obvious, and, and, and I want to be clear on this point. Racism is wrong. Anybody that's, that's discriminated against for, 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 for their race, for their culture, for the color of their skin uh, is, is wrong. It's, 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 it's not permissible. It's, it's not allowed. It should not continue, period. But we've got to – the word you use, Ashley, is balance that message, which I believe is universal. I don't think anyone could say, no, uh, racism is right. That, that, that's just crazy. Uh, but balance that with how we all as a society slowly, little by little – Accept this and understand it and live it. There are some people to this day, Ashley, that, that, that cannot stand certain things the way people are, certain cultures. Look at us as Latinos. There are still people in this country who believe we shouldn't be here, that anyone who was a, 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 an immigrant to this country shouldn't be here. I, I think you do it the right way. I think you do it through, through, the, through the rules that exist. And you're here, and you do it the best way you can, and you're a contributor to society. Obviously, if you're a criminal, you shouldn't be here. And those criminals should be caught and should, should be removed, period. That's my position. And I, get, I know I'm going to get a lot of um, <laughs> negative feedback for that. But my point is there has to be a balance in speaking up for what's correct, for what's right. But not also, I think, what you're trying to say in many ways, Ashley, is beating people over the head with it every second of, of the entertainment, which is the game. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. First and foremost, yes, let's make that very clear. Racism is wrong. It doesn't matter if, you know, you're, you're black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever you may be. Like I said, that, that's what's so fun about sports. We all get together and just, you know, share a common um, excitement, a fun, you know, a cause, and, and we're truly on the same team. So, yes, I completely agree with you, Alex. There you know, there are people each and every single day who, who are fighting for something better, and we applaud that. The message here is, you know, I'd actually I'm, – I'm curious what our fans think, you know, what our listeners have to say about this. You know, should, um, should you know, organizations like the MLB, NFL, NBA continue to push, you know, this type of uh, social activism, like you said, Alex, or should we completely disregard that or, you know, just – I don't know, compromise balance, sure. like we both said. Sure. You know, it, it, it's something that is definitely left up for discussion. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I completely, completely agree with you on this. I'll let you have this one, Alex. I'll agree for with once. you on this one. For once. <laughs> for for once. once. This may be the no, first no, I, and only time that we agree on, on the Fortis Nation, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So. And this is something that we should all agree on. Let me just add that. This, this is something that we should all agree on. Uh Racism is wrong. Absolutely. Point blank. There, there's no debating that. If no. you want to debate that, well, 
um, this might not be the the show for you. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, and, but, and, and, or or, um, or, or, or help us, for it. yeah, or help us understand why you would have a contrary position on this. I I still believe one of the takeaways from this year, from this situation, and 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 on this show, we're going to be as respectful as we can, as we should, and 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 listen, listen. Part of this change and it's a big change it's not only covid it's not only social activism what a year it's been um ashley it's that we need to learn to listen to each other you know presidential election is literally right around the corner we'll be talking about that its ramifications regardless of who you vote for i i'll I'll leave you with this on that point uh, ashley because the 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 show obviously is going to grow grow and go in different directions but voting voting to me is so important you and i are both advocates of voting and participating to me, it's simple. Don't bitch or complain if you don't participate. If you're not taking the time to register and educate yourself on the candidates and vote, you should have, in my opinion, very little right to protest or be upset. Do something about it. Do something about it. Your vote counts. Your vote makes a difference. Exactly. It doesn't matter what, what party you're going for here. And at the end of the day, we all bleed red. That's what I tell people. I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, we all bleed red. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Wait, wait, wait. Red, red, red is in blood, not as in Republican. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, all, we, we, we are all human beings, you know, just trying to make a better world, I hope. You know, we're, we're all just trying to um, create positive change. And so let your voice, your, your voice be heard. You know, it's super important. Um, don't ever let anyone tell you that you know your voice doesn't matter. Your voice is not important. It matters. It's important. Go out there and vote. Um, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and take it over a little bit here, Alex. Speaking of other controversies, the Houston Astros. I think you know where I'm going with this. We are fans of the Houston Astros. Um, well, at least I am. I don't know about you, Alex. I don't know. No. Yes. Of course. No. No. I've been blessed to work. I've been blessed to work with the Astros, and, and yes, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Astros. The Houston Astros, Alex, they are back in the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year, you know, fighting for their chance to be in the World Series again. Um, last night, you know, against the Tampa Bay Rays, amazing game. You know, a lot a of, it was a nail-biter, yeah. I will say. It was a nail-biter, and so we lived to, to fight another day going into game six. Um Alex, I have to bring into the question, you know, if if the Astros make it to the World Series, you know, do you think that they're going to be able to move past all the controversy of last year of, you know, with, with um, you know, the signs and, you know, the cheating the, the scandal? The cheating scandal. Just say it, Ashley. They cheated. <laughs> okay, fine. The cheating scandal. Gosh. <laughs> uh, can they get past it? I think they have to. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm uh, cynical in the sense of I don't believe they, the Astros – have been or will be the last and only ones. Remember, scandals in, in Major League Baseball have gone from the steroid era to to the sign-stealing scandal to other things. And, and, and I don't think they'll be the last ones. I think teams in general, in every sport, justify themselves in saying, hey, this gives me the edge, the advantage to win. Will they be able to get past it? I don't think they will short-term. I think eventually it will pass, and it'll be a memory, and it'll be a... a, a but, but, but look at it. Look at the way the team has changed, at least in the front office. The players are still there, still competing at a high level. Obviously, they're, they're still behind, but, but two wins away uh, from, from getting to another World Series, which would be a major accomplishment under the circumstances. To get past it, I don't know. I think there's still an asterisk there. 
that people will say, well, remember this? And, and that cloud, uh, that's the way I'll put it, will hang over them for a while. Like the steroid era is hanging over many players, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, etc. It will continue hanging over them for a while until the next generation figures out, you know what? It didn't matter or whatever judgment they pass in the future. There are certain scandals like gambling on your own team, uh, the Pete Rose situation gambling that I don't think will ever go away. This one, this one to me, Ashley, in my mind, cheating is wrong, period. It, 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 it exists. I'm not naive enough about it, so I don't know yet. I think it's inconclusive regardless of whether they win or lose. People are still going to doubt whether they did it legitimately. Yes, absolutely. No, cheating is wrong. Look, I love my Houston Astros, but cheating is wrong. Um, but also, you know, they're not the only team. Unfortunately, they were the team that was um, they got made caught. as a poster child. <laughs> yeah, they were caught and they were made the poster child for it. Um, the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, they are also part of it. Sorry, Boston. And, uh, she had to uh, throw that know, in. She New had York to fans, throw that I'm in. I'm so sorry, but that is the truth. Um, so many other teams in, 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 in the MLB have done this. And maybe it other leagues too who knows Alex um but you know I I would like to see the Astros overcome this and 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 maybe this is the one time that I'm not going to be so unbiased uh it and and the reason why is because you know there's no fans in the stands there's no more excuse you know like you said under the circumstances you know they've already been under investigation they made it this far I would like to see them kind of be the comeback kid, you know, kind of earn their way back up and truly show, even even within the own Houston fans, you know, show us that, you know, you deserve to be there. I think that we can say that, you know, for even if you're not a Houston fan, you know, show us that you're meant to be there. Um, I think it would be interesting to kind of, you know, relive 2017 and see the L.A. Dodgers and the Houston Astros back again in the World Series. I think that that would be very, very interesting. That would certainly help the ratings. And we were talking about the NBA final ratings. That would definitely help the ratings in this case. Well, Ashley, look, we come to the end of this first initial Deportes Nation podcast, like always, it's a pleasure. I'm very excited about where the show is going. Um, The show, the world, the sports world have changed, and we have to change along with it. So for us, we're really on a mission, too. And and I'll say this not not because you're on the air, Ashley, but we need, number one, more Latinas talking sports, period. The the fan base, the knowledge, the the seguimiento, and you know what that means in Spanish, the the, the following that that Latinas have for sports is immense. And you've lived it as as part of the, the NFL Texans as a cheerleader. You've been with us in, in announcing and talking about sports for many years. But it's sad that we don't have more Latinas talking about sports. No, it it, it is. I, I I think Alex, you you mentioned to me the other day that I'm the only bilingual, uh, fluent uh, in in Spanish and English. Um, Latina broadcaster here in Houston. You're the only uh, one that I know of. Yeah, you're the only one that I know of and do it well and and knowledgeable and and great with both languages. But I know there are many more out there that want to do this and and, and need to do this. And we need to open the the opportunities for them. In, In many ways, you know, old Uncle Alex here, I'm living through it. I've been through it. I've done it. I'm proud of, of, of my so-called quote-unquote career, whatever that means. But, but, but we need to think about the next generation, Ashley, and you, you're at the head of that. I love it. I, I, I'm honored to be the pioneer for this. <laughs> uh, and, and, you can, and, and make sure you pay me my $20 because of that comment, right? 
Gotcha. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk after the show, Alex. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, we at the end of this first podcast, very excited. Thank you for following us. Thank you for watching us, Ashley. How can people get a hold of you and us and me? I guess the social media world out there, right? Of course, absolutely. We would love to hear from you. We, we love talking to our fans, to our listeners. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the Bortha's Nation, guys. Um, and and do, we, do we have a TikTok yet? I don't do TikTok. Do you do TikTok yet? We are working on a TikTok, okay, we're Alex. On so, TikTok. guys, friends, <laughs> if you want to follow us on TikTok, um, or maybe not, I don't know. I, I I don't know if you want to see Alex dancing no. out there. No, you don't want. Catch us on there. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's gonna that's gonna hurt ratings. That's gonna hurt ratings. <laughs> so anyway, definitely follow us. We love you guys, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. We're excited to be back on air and talk sports with you guys. Absolutely. So uh, on behalf of uh, all of us here at Deportes Nation, uh, on behalf of Ashley Rodriguez, Rodriguez, I got to get this right. Forgive me. I, I've been drinking too much this morning. Uh, I'm Alex Farra. It's a joy. It's a pleasure. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching, for following, and there will be more. Please stay tuned until we come back here on another edition of Deportes Nation.